Welcome to Visionaries Global Media, your number one source for podcasting entertainment. Visionaries Global Media, envisioning excellence on a global scale. Welcome to the SJP Wrestling Podcast. I am Sai, your host, and I want to say thank you very, very much for pressing play on today's episode. Joining us today, we have Andy, one half of the excellent Bang Bang Podcast. Um, And we are going to go back to 1993 WCW and have a little look at the Battle Bowl pay-per-view. Possibly one of the worst pay-per-views I've ever seen. Andy says something very similar. Um, Yeah, we go back and watch this awful show so you don't have to. And then we can just sit around today and poke a bit of fun at it. Um, Mentioning Andy and the Bang Bang podcast there. You can find them on Twitter at Bang Bang Podcast. That's Andy and his partner in crime, Steve. Um, That's where you'll be able to find links to all their shows and so on. It's, It's a brilliant podcast. I enjoy it every week. I really do encourage you to go and check it out if you have not already. Okay, um, you can find this show on Twitter also at SJP Wrestling Pod. You can also find the show on Facebook and Instagram. Um, and also, if you haven't already, please check out my other show uh, recorded with my co-host Mags called Chain Wrestling. You can find that again on, on all podcast providers um, and on Twitter at Chain underscore wrestling. It, it's great. I'm, I'm having a great time recording it with Mags. It really is fun. It'd be great if you could give it a listen and let me know what you think. Okay, uh, I'm not going to put it off any further. Here is Andy from the Bang Bang podcast, and he and I go back and look at the awful Battle Bowl 1993. As always, thank you for listening. Andy from Bang Bang Podcast, over the moon to welcome you to the show. How are we doing, sir? <laughs> I'm all right, mate, yeah. Not too bad, not too bad. As I was saying before, this is a... A new experience for me, podcasting, again, without having an angry ginger man sat opposite me, and um, without the aid of maybe three or four cans of quite weak, well, not quite strong, but cheap European lager inside me. So, um, <laughs> we'll see how this goes, but I'm very glad to be joining you, Si. Thanks very much for the invitation, mate. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I'm, I'm assuming now that we've both actually watched the pay-per-view we're covering today, which is Battle Bowl yeah. 1993, I mean, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming you don't actually mean the thank you, because I made you sit through something pretty awful, haven't I? <laughs> well, well, as I've said, as, as I said on our shows quite a few times, I'm coming from um, a solely kind of WWF background i i watched some of the later sort of wcw shows but the periods up until probably sort of 97 98 wcw i hadn't seen any of this at all before so when i watched this for the first time a couple of weeks ago it was literally the first time i watched it and i was completely unspoiled first time i watched it so i didn't have any idea who won mm. um i watched because we covered um 
Halloween Havoc 93 on one of our recent episodes. Yeah. Obviously, this led in, uh, this followed Halloween Havoc 93. So I kind of watched the beginning of this pay-per-view just to sort of see where we went from Halloween Havoc 93. So I've seen the first match before, but the rest of it I hadn't seen at all. So it was all completely new to me. And um, well, I, I obviously missed out big time in the past because uh yeah it's a treat a real treat oh, well, I, I, I don't yeah. know about treat but <laughs> 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 I, I mean 1993 i mean it's going into 94 i guess isn't it it's late november 93 yeah yeah um, it's not a good time anyway is it you, you look at say the wwf events of that period the raw rumble in 93 i think is probably the worst rumble they've had WrestleMania yeah, 9 yeah. was 93. It's not really looked yeah. back on fondly. Um, no. SummerSlam 93, Survivor Series 93, also terrible shows. I mean, the yeah. only one that stands out, I think, is King of the Ring 93, and that's just because Bret Hart was amazing. Um, yeah, and I looked at the, um, obviously, what was going up against this in the similar sort of time, and it was, like you said, SummerSlam, uh, Survivor Series 93, and that's kind of roundly... Um, acknowledged it's probably one of the worst Survivor Series of all time. With the, oh, it's awful. The Hart family against uh, what was going to be Jerry Lawler and his little knights. Yeah. And then obviously Jerry Lawler was either arrested or up on sexual assault charges at the time and had to had to pull out and be replaced by Shawn Michaels at the last moment. Yeah, and the knights all um, changed as well. I mean, yeah, the, yeah. supposed to be like a big storyline, wasn't there, with the knights going forward and oh, like, yeah. unmasking yeah. and one was supposed to be Greg Valentine and uh, Terry Funk was supposed to be one, but he pulled out a couple of days before the show. It's yeah. just not a good time in wrestling at no. all. Um, no, and we're obviously in that kind of uh, pre... Well, when Hogan, Hogan had he just about he'd gone anyway at that point from WWF as well, and he yeah. was kind of in between starting to come into WCW a few months after this, and so it was a weird, yeah, a weird time. Definitely, definitely. I mean, just uh, yeah. a bit of context, I guess, for everyone listening. Andy has been quite poorly. Um, <laughs> I, I am currently full of cold, so I apologise yeah. for anyone listening if you hear coughing and spluttering and, and, and whatever for, from either end, most likely myself. Um, yeah. But yeah, you're feeling okay now, mate. You say you say you say oh, you're yeah. getting over it, yeah. Yeah. So I had um, I had COVID uh, probably about a month ago now. Um, we talked about it on our podcast before. Me and Steve both work in healthcare. I work in the NHS. Steve works in the private sector mm-hmm. and we're both kind of exposed like where i work is uh like a covid admissions ward so we're both and steve works in a sort of he's a manager of a uh older people's complex um so we were both kind of exposed to covid quite a lot uh so we kind of i think people in our profession are, you're likely to get it at some point you know so we did quite well to to hang on as long as we did steve had it um but he was, I think, in his uh, in his job, they get tested weekly anyway, okay. all the time. So I think he got a positive result, but he was completely asymptomatic. Um, but obviously had to isolate from that. I was probably rough for a couple of days. Um, I had all of the full symptoms of cough and the cold and the loss of taste and smell, that kind of thing. Right. Um, but being relatively healthy... Uh, I'm doing brackets, but obviously nobody can see me because I'm sat in my bedroom doing this. Um, I, it didn't really affect me too badly, as uh, touch with. Um, but again, I've again, well, I've worked with people and um, 
who have been quite sick with it. I've had colleagues of mine who've actually died from it. Oh, wow. So for people to use it, I mean, you see a lot of crap on the internet, don't you, but it's how it's not kind of, um, not really a thing. And a lot yeah. of people, you know, putting these fears about, oh, it's just like the flu and it's a big hoax. As somebody who's looked after people with it um, and lost friends with it, it's, yeah, that's, that's bollocks, really. It's, um, yeah, I mean, for the majority of the population, if you do get it, it won't affect you too badly. But it's, again, there are cases of, we've, I've looked after people that have been fairly fit and well, have had it, and, the, you know, six, seven months down the line, have still yet to make a full recovery from it. So it's not to be, um, not to be taken as a joke, definitely not. But fingers crossed, we started doing vaccinations today in Bristol. Um, so by the time you hear this, we'll probably be... Uh, Able to be vaxxed up and kind of uh, looking forward to a, a bright future next year. Fingers crossed, but yeah, but yeah, yeah, hopefully so. Yeah. Hopefully so. I agree. All the people, all the stuff you read on the internet, people are saying you don't need a mask and it's 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 not as bad as it is described. It's just absolutely it, it infuriates me because people are obviously losing their lives. People are being made very poorly. It, it, it's so frustrating. Yeah. But yeah. I suppose you get idiots all over the place, don't you? So yeah, yeah I can <laughs> see in, in certain because again. In the first wave, uh, the sort of where 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 I'm based in the West Country in Bristol, it wasn't too bad, and you wouldn't, you know, you didn't really know of anybody that had it. And I can see in that point of view where, again, if you're in an area where you, your cases are quite low, you don't really ever come in contact with anybody who can say they've had it. Um, you would think of it, well, what's all the what's all the fuss about, you know? Yeah. But this time around, on the second wave, Bristol's been quite bad in terms of numbers, and um, Again, a lot of people in this area have had it, so I think it might be a bit of an eye opener to people. Hopefully, that it's not it's not good, and it's nothing to be sort of taken lightly. But again, fingers crossed, um, we're getting there. Anyway, we want to talk about something really depressing, which was this pay per view. So, oh, whatever. <laughs> okay, okay. I suppose we, I, I've sort of pushed it back and tried to avoid it as much as I can. But yeah, <laughs> we'll have a little look at this, shall we? Um, this is the Battle Bowl pay-per-view from 1993 promoted by wcw yeah. uh, first aired november 20th 1993 from the pensacola civic center the attendance listed as 7,000. i i can guarantee that i would say less than half of those actually paid no oh WCW yeah from that time it's this, very this time paper. period yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, for those unfamiliar the lethal lottery stroke battle bowl concept um had been used in the past it was used at a couple of starcades not long before this the the premise is that everyone's name is in it is drawn at random um you're paired up with whoever in a tag team whoever your name is drawn alongside to face another randomly drawn team the winning team then advances to a battle royal at the end to win some ring or some nonsense i don't know yeah, yeah. Um, i did yeah i did wonder what the actual the point was I think you can I mean, sum hey, up this whole, whole era of WCW, you can sum up with that statement. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it seems to be, what are they actually, you know, what do you get at the end? Is it a ring or, um, because it's never actually mentioned, you just win the battle bowl. Mm. Um, or what you gain from that afterwards is not really specified. Just, uh, you know, well, at one stage, notch on the... Uh, at one stage, Jesse Ventura and Tony Schiavone kind of... It's almost like they hint towards the, the the winner of the Battle Bowl 
must be in line for a title shot of some sort, maybe, somehow, at some title, yeah. they don't really know. It's almost like no. they're trying to add prestige without committing to anything, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, I can see that would, that would kind of make sense. But then, obviously, the, the chap who actually wins it, then, yeah, doesn't that, doesn't that no, exactly. make sense? Oh, no, no, there's no um, benefit that he can get from actually winning this, apart from just saying he's won it. Yeah, but, um, exactly. It's, well, apparently, a, a nice bit of jewellery, apparently. Not that we ever yeah. see that. So, I mean, also, we, we don't actually see the world title on the show either, do we? Did you notice no. that? No, that is strange. Isn't it? And I noticed on the... Um, I'm not sure it was a thing at the time, but because obviously this is the time of the split. Again, we 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 banged on about on our podcast before. You're uh, as a as a knowledgeable man about WCW at this time, you probably have mentioned it before. But this is the, the split world titles at the time, and the uh, this disputed WCW and the uh, having the international title and the world title. Yeah. Because <laughs> again, in the um, in the previous Halloween Havoc pay per view, Vader's talked about as being the being the world champion. He doesn't come out with the belt. The belt's not on the line. And again, in this, people champions have come out. Obviously, I think that the the tag team champions came out carrying their belts, but the two world champions don't come out with the belts. No, it's it's obviously there's like. <laughs> The stuff with the NWA and and rights to I suppose what's referred to as the big gold belt, isn't it? Yeah. Um, that eventually yeah. becomes the WCW International World Title for a short period. Um, yeah. Then they effectively have two world champions, as you said, for 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 a time. Um, yeah. Rick Rude's the international world champion at this point, I think. Um, at some stage, because of naming issues and, and, and rights issues and all, all the legalities behind the scenes, I guess, they refer to Rick Rude's title simply as the Big Gold Belt. And they were having yeah. matches for the Big Gold Belt. No stipulation as to what this Big Gold Belt stood for. Uh, again, it's, no. just, it's just wonderful, typical, silly WCW from this era. Well, it's insane in, in wrestling, where it isn't actually... You know, I don't want to break it to anybody who's... Listen, this might be a bit, bit of a shock, so they want to kind of sit down and embrace themselves. But it isn't actually a legitimate sport. It's, it's not Whoa, real. What? <laughs> I know. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, on that bombshell. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll, how I'll you can shows over. How you can have like a disputed belt? Because it isn't actually. Again, it's not like in boxing where you've got different branches and different kind of boards of control and that kind of thing. I, I can see when it being the NWA that it was made up of you know a group of promoters from all over the world, that kind of thing. And, but how you can end up with it being, yeah. Yeah. When you can actually, in theory, you can just make stuff up. Yeah. Because it is, you know, you can do what you want and there's still, they spend at least five or six minutes in each pay-per-view explaining the, <laughs> the ins and outs of of why why this isn't the world title, why this is being recognised as a world title and this isn't and that kind of thing. It, yeah, it just adds to the confusion, basically. Yeah. It's just quite a lot at this oh, time. So. Definitely, definitely. I mean, <coughs> looking at what the WWF was offering on the, the other channel, I suppose, the other side, I guess. Um, yeah. I think WCW as nonsense as it was and as silly and as daft as it was at times, there was some yeah. good stuff to be seen there. I mean, Sting was, was, was riding high. Vader was obviously very, ta- very talented for a big fella. Ric Flair was, you know, probably just a smidge past his prime, but still capable of some great stuff. There's, there's some good workers in that company. Rick Rude, obviously a fantastic wrestler. Yeah. Yeah. It, it just, did look odd 
because you've got again you've got all these like all those names you've mentioned and we're not far off i think in the next sort of month or so the big boss man comes over as well and debuts at, um just like just before starcade mm-hmm. um and then you've got people that are there obviously we'll get to the, the Shockmaster and mm-hmm. the board then davy boy they're only there for a brief time and again not long after this they're both kind of gone it seemed to be a bit of a, a strange kind of well it was a quite a transitional period because again you're as we said earlier you're building up to that point where hogan comes in yeah and you've got these kind of people that have obviously mean gene jesse ventura you're watching it and if you were watching it from if you hadn't watched wrestling in sort of a year or so you'd think you were watching a wwf a lot of these guys turning up yeah uh, nasty boys bulldog um like i said uh, uh shock master all these kind of random people yeah, Mean um, Gene as well. He, he was very synonymous with WWF television, wasn't he? He was. Yeah. He was. Yeah. Um, I think this is one of his first shows for the company since after leaving yeah. Vince's Vince's company. So, yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll yeah. get to the show itself. I mean, a couple of things I noticed when it actually starts. Uh, for 1993, considering WCW was very much in a bad state. The, yeah. pyro, the pyro at the start of the show for for the time period, I don't think it was too bad. I thought, okay, oh, yeah. that's, that's not and bad. I like- I like the intro video, good old shouty intro, everybody yeah. is saying, you know. That's good. That's what gets you uh I mean you can't beat the old uh, for me the, the the classic intros with the old um you think of the old WWF, the Royal Rumble intros with Vince naming all the all the different entrants into the uh thing and the, the pictures coming up one by one and um but this was yeah, for uh, for the time and it, again it was a, a break away from what they've been doing with the intros, which was well, this this seemed like a bit of a tacked-on kind of pay-per-view. I, I think this was what this so the um, the Battle Bowl before had been in Starcade, hadn't it? it yeah, that's been, right. Yeah, yeah. And this this year they decided to chuck in because Halloween Havoc was what the month before, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. And they got Starcade in December, so it seemed like they just thought, well, we'll just kind of instead of putting it at Starcade because generally it's a pretty daft idea really to base your entire biggest paper to pay-per-view of the year around this they will just give it its own pay-per-view and kind of give it a bit of a not an afterthought but like it's kind of just chucked in there and you, you do get an impression it was all kind of booked maybe in the in a pub you know <laughs> about a week before on the back of a cigarette packet a week before um, wow you're, you're giving <laughs> wcw some props there this could have, yeah. this, honestly knowing wcw as it was around this time period it probably booked about 20 minutes before it was like oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah but again it, it didn't have that sort of they were in this sort of wcw time period is when they were doing those high budget kind of intros to pay-per-views when mm. the the exploding boat with Davy Boy on the on the Vader on the beach and Sting and and then the uh, Halloween Havoc one with Tony Schiavone in his house and Jake and Sting and then and that kind of thing. This was just more of a and this and get some people to shout the name of the pay per view before it starts and uh, get on with it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they'd gone. Yeah. This this is almost like an additional pay per view um, for them for that year that calendar year. They they produced an extra one or two this year in comparison to 1992. So obviously they yeah. just trying to put something on, hope it sticks. I guess. Um, yeah, because there was a clash of the champions like a week before this, wasn't there? Yeah, which, yeah, which yeah. they spoke about. Yeah, 
So yeah, again, it's a, it's a lot yeah. of a lot of a lot of wrestling, I guess, for that time period, um, especially yeah. when you haven't got maybe the depth in storylines, and you look beyond the likes of uh, Rhodes and Ding and and Steamboat. You've got a good roster there, but maybe not enough to stop people getting bored. If you're watching Saturday yeah. night's main event or, or WCW Saturday night, sorry. Yeah. And then that was the same night as the pay-per-view itself. Uh, yeah. You had Clash of the Champions, as you said, shortly before. Halloween Havoc was very recent, building towards yeah. Star. It's a lot of wrestling if you're yeah. not used to that from WCW, I guess. Um, no. After the pyro and, and the, the intro and so on, we're greeted by our, our first sight of our commentary team, uh, Jesse Ventura, looking absolutely glorious. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I enjoyed him and, and Tony Schiavone. I, I thought they're probably kind of uh, didn't really get mentioned that much as a, as pairing because again, it wasn't it wasn't they weren't there very long, were they? Together as uh, Jesse was there very long. No, no. So, but I quite like them as a pairing. Tony Schiavone. Of it because yeah, SummerSlam '89 was one of the first pay per views I ever saw, and they were yeah, they were recording yeah. that event. So the, yeah. the, the Shani Ventura team, you know, I got quite fond memories of, I suppose, from that standpoint. Yeah. Yeah, well, he's definitely. I think the early again, the uh, the later WCW days. I think Shivani was probably as kind of depressed and uh, <laughs> as everybody else. But in this sort of time period, I think he's brilliant. And obviously, going back to the old, you know, we've recently covered the first arcade and seeing him there, looking like he's about thirteen years old. Um, yeah, but he's, he's just got again. He's got one of those. I kind of associate watching like the first ever NWA WCW I watched was when we used to get it kind of really late night over here, mm-hmm. um, sort of two or three o'clock in the morning when they, when they first started bringing in late night TV over here. I'm quite an old man, so, so I can remember. Uh, WCW um, Worldwide, that would have been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We used to get to midnight and that was it. You know, you used yeah. to do the national anthem and the TV would just go off. Yeah. Um, but they started bringing in like late night TV and it'd be Prisoner Cell Block H and uh, um, some really sort of dodgy US sort of cop shows, that kind of thing. And then, but then you kind of, you either search at that period with just hearing Jim Ross's voice. And then again, the late, later WCW periods, you I associate that with like Shivani, obviously after Jim Ross had left. Um, but yeah, as, as a pairing, yeah, I like him, definitely. He did a good job. Yeah, yeah. Even Ventura's, even <laughs> even with Ventura's odd glasses, Jimi Hendrix t-shirt and jacket. He's, <laughs> yeah, it's know. a good combination. Oh, he, he looks a sight, doesn't he? Um, speaking of yeah, combinations yeah. or pairings on this pay-per-view, we've also got, I suppose, assisting with the hosting, the combination of yeah, Mean yeah. Gene and Fifi. Um 1993, very different time, but even... Different times, different yeah, times. but even then it's still... I love Mean Gene, so many great memories of me, uh, when I was a kid and uh, and stuff when it, from his WWF days, but I felt so uncomfortable yeah. watching this. He, he, my, yeah. my, my, my note literally reads, Mean Gene is gross. You know? Yeah, you really, again, from the WWF days, you don't really associate Mean Gene as being a, a bit of a perv, do you? That was never really one of his character traits. <laughs> But I think it's quite good that they had that podium with the uh, Tombola there because he could stand behind that and hide his massive erection. He probably had uh, yeah, definitely. while he was doing this. <laughs> but yeah, it was very, but again, it's that kind of, again, it's, it's, it's an easy option to say different times. I mean, this yeah. is, is pretty, again, it does get 
I mean, once. But if you did it the first time you went to them, you could probably think, oh, well, that's, you know. Yeah, yeah, a throwaway joke and yeah. Cheeky humour. But every single time it does get a bit grating after the first sort of eight times. Yeah. Yeah, like you said, it's very much the same joke of him and Fifi and, oh, oh, we're on the air uh, acting. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, it just. Yeah, once. It was bad the first time, but like you said, you can kind of get away with it. But when you've seen it, like you said, again, you said eight times. Every single time. Oh, my word. Jesus, yeah. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of things that make you go, oh my word. Um, <laughs> what's your favourite Charlie Norris match? <laughs> well, no, see, again, a lot of these people, until I saw um, Halloween Havoc, I literally had no idea who Charlie Norris. If you'd have said to me Charlie Norris, I would have, um, yeah, I, I wouldn't be able to tell you anything about the bloke at all. I had no recollection at all of, of Charlie Norris as a wrestler. Um, and even after watching these matches, I've still no recollection of him, to be honest, because, um, yeah, it was a bit of a, I'm not sure if, so when they first started doing these, uh, the, the, the previous sort of Starcades was the, you'll know more about this Simon than me, when it, when it was the initial premise that it was drawn by random, was it actually drawn by random or has it always been kayfabed? Because again, um, I, it seems. I believe yeah. it must. It must have been kayfabe. It must have been. Because again, it's. <coughs> well, I mean, I look at some of the parents in this, and you think, well, I mean, if you are kayfabing it. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, totally. Why? <laughs> yeah, surely you can come up with some better combinations than what yeah. they come up with. But then you get then you so, get the ones where you've got um, tag partners facing each other. So you sort of think, okay, they, that must have been done intentionally. But yeah. Yeah. So I suppose if, if, in a way, I suppose they if they are kayfabing it, then then they've done it well because they've got us still guessing about it years later. But it's yeah, it's but again, not I, great. I, I, is coming it? into this, I was thinking, <laughs> are they kayfabing it? But then the first batch, I think in the original straight away that kind of takes away the yeah, they're not they're not kayfabing this. This is mm. uh, they are they are they are, they are kayfabing this because yeah. again the first pairing, yeah. Cactus Jack but, um, and Vader. Yeah, so I suppose we should actually like explain explain the match. It's Cactus Jack and Vader who were feuding at the time. Um, yeah, had just come off a pretty brutal match at Halloween Havoc. They were yeah. forced to pair together, and they were up against Charlie Norris and one half of Harlem Heat. But nobody really seemed to know which one for quite a while. Did you notice this? No, no. It's slightly worrying. <laughs> well. I mean, yeah. So I crossed out Kane and Cole about three times on my notes because they kept they kept changing around who it was. Yeah, I, mean, uh, I think Cole was actually drawn, but then Kane yeah. came out, and they referred to him as Cole, and then they said, yeah. "No, that's Kane." Uh, and then at one stage, Tony Schiavone just kind of gave up and just referred to them referred to him as Harlem Heat for a while. <laughs> <laughs> one of Harlem Heat. Yeah, yeah. It was quite confusing because there's two other people called Cole as well. In the uh, in the other dressing room, yeah. So <laughs> you've got three Coles and Kane, and uh, yeah. But it basically, it's Stevie Ray, yeah, and, and, and yeah. Charlie Norris. Um, what a combination! What a combination! I wish we'd seen more of these two. You know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you know, as great a team as Harlem Heat were, if it could have been these two, I mean, you don't know. We could be talking about Charlie Norris being a five-time world champion, or. Uh, uh, you know, but uh, you're yeah, probably not. Probably, uh, probably, probably not. Probably not. Probably not. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, the finish. Well, this is uh, good because they, they sell it as, don't they? they? They basically Vader and K 
tractors are fighting all the way down to the all the way down to the ring. Oh yeah, yeah. And the Harley Race is trying round, to yeah. coerce them. Yeah. 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 Um, you got Harley Race shouting at Vader, you need to get along with him, otherwise you can't get yeah. into the Battle Royal later, sort of thing. Yeah. Not that I can understand why the, the world champion at the time, Vader, would really be that interested, but I suppose it, again well, yeah. more little plot That's holes the there that WCW don't really yeah. explain. No, no. And um yeah, the match is kind of as you expect, but the lot, that's the thing. A lot of these matches really fucking like they seem really long. So, yeah. You know, like, yeah, I look back on the time. They're not that long. There's a couple of sort of 12, 30 minute matches in there. Yeah. But some of them seem to go on for like a fucking, I mean, I just swear on this podcast. Um, yeah, you're probably okay, but I mean, I, I've been told by the I've been told by the network that, that they put it out for me that they want that avoided. But I have my little explicit, okay. I have my little explicit logo pop up next to my name anyway, so I, I, I guess okay. it's not that important. Right. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, but yeah, this is um, yeah, this is uh, terrible as you expect when you when you see that yeah the, t- the two teams lined up. There's only one result really, aren't there? Yes. Um, but yeah, it was quite funny. I mean, Vader almost. Like you said, the finish, he almost kills Charlie Norris, basically, and himself, possibly, at the same yeah. time. And Stevie Ray as um, well. He, he kind of he kind of looks like he wants to come in and break up the pinfall before, yeah, like, before yeah. Vader's actually gone for the pinfall. And then yeah. ends up just kind of standing there, sort of milling around a bit, not really knowing <laughs> what to do. <laughs> it's like on a video game, and you're kind of stuck, stood up against like a wall. You can't actually yeah. move any further. He's got like an invisible wall in front of him, and as he's got there too early, it's like, well... This, I'm not actually supposed to break this pin up, so I probably got here a little bit too early. Yeah. So he does what every sensible doing. He stands there basically and watches. Yeah, <laughs> and, and just watches. It's kind of adds to the yeah, uh, yeah adds to the, the hilarity of the finish. But um, but yeah. So I, I, I as a as an opening match, I mean, yeah, it, it kind of sets the tone, really. Yeah, it does. But um, it does. I mean, I'm, I'm I do watching. enjoy having. Sorry, go on. Yeah. No, no, I enjoyed the. Uh, Having the two separate dressing rooms, just so everybody knows who's a who's a heel and who's a face. Yeah, and they're all kind of sat there together. Very that's sort of entertaining. Survivor Series two thousand and one esque, isn't it, with the alliance one side? Yeah, to, yeah, that's all split camera views and and so on. Yeah, that's 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 quite good. Um, I mean, I yeah. suppose that's a testament to how, how this show is. If we're saying that the dressing rooms are quite good, it's, yeah, uh, that's <laughs> one of the highlights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably, yeah. You're right. Yeah. Um, the next um, match, obviously, we, we get um, we get more of Mean Gene being a, a lecherous old man. Um, yeah. And we get the drawing of Brian Nobbs from the Nasty Boys with Johnny B. Bad. Yeah. And I'm thinking, mm-hmm. look, looking at Charlie Norris and someone in the first match, I'm thinking things can't get much worse than this. And then we see, <laughs> the, then we see the names <laughs> Paul Roma and Eric Watts all night, and I'm not going to lie, my heart sank. Yeah. I, I, st- I almost messaged you to say, should we just do another show? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean... Strange. Um, again, this is one of the things which, if you if you if you are, you know, drawing these names out by kayfabe, what I, I suppose this is kind of we we'll just get these blokes out of the way kind of match because mm. you know you don't want to put Eric Watts with Sting, would you, or or Vader, or so if you put Eric Watts with somebody, I mean, I think Paul Roma gets a rough deal in certain ways because he's kind of put up there as being the worst horseman ever i think he was part of a pretty lame 
what his his horse numbers kind of what flair yeah, the andersons and him, wouldn't it? Mm, uh, yeah. I mean, Ole Anderson was probably about 60 at that point. Um, so, it, yeah, it, it wasn't a good time. I think, uh, again, he... I can't think of much of his I've actually enjoyed saying that now. <laughs> but I, I, the only thing I go back to is um, Power and Glory. Yeah, with Hercules. Yeah. I, I enjoyed that. Yeah. I thought they were great. They were great. Yeah. That was what... So, in retrospect, that was probably about six months of his career I enjoyed. So, um, yeah. yeah. He does get a fair share, actually. But, yeah, he's better than Eric Watts, though. Oh, without a doubt. Without a doubt. I will say that. I mean, I Eric Watts was, was there primarily because his dad, uh, Cowboy Bill Watts, was yeah. bought in as, as running the company for a short period just before this. Um, he's very young as well at this time. Mean, he's only 52 now. Um, yeah. So he's in his early 20s there. Yeah. He looks, he looks out, of his, you know, out of his depth, doesn't he? He doesn't really look like he belongs maybe on this stage at this time in his career potentially um, yeah i mean again what 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 are you expecting from them yeah guy, really he's in a he's in a no-win situation really yeah definitely and then um, they go on they go on quite long as well don't they this is oh this is like 12 minutes this match oh yeah but I mean, on, on the other side of that though um a lot of these matches seem as, as you said before kind of thrown together just get through yeah. them and there's a lot of things that don't make sense um british bulldog will come to you later there's a lot of things that don't make sense um yeah. this at least it seems like they're trying to tell a bit of a story they have um johnny b bad not wanting to take advantage of his partner's cheating and not liking missy hyatt being involved in certain aspects of the match on the outside uh, and sort of having conflict with his partner there about the right and wrong way of doing things, I guess. They're trying to tell a little bit of a story, I think, which is, uh, I suppose, a step above some of the dross that we see on this show. Yeah, yeah. I lost you for a second there. Did you hear me? I can hear you. I didn't. I didn't. I can hear you now. Yes. I, I, yeah. I lost you for a second there. So sorry. Hopefully, the ed- the, the people who edit it will edit that. <laughs> Did I... What do you mean, people yeah. who edit? That's so, me. No, no. Like I said, like. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, sorry. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah, yeah. That's like somebody suggested that we're like, you know, we're we're obviously we're not doing these shows at the minute. And Rob, uh, uh, UCC Rob, suggested that we went back and did a clip show of like best bits and best rants by Steve and best this and best that. And I was like, mate, I've got a job to edit one episode, and all I do to edit that episode is tag on the intro and the outro music. That's it. That takes me about an hour to do that. So to cut out best bits of shows and that kind of thing is like that's that's far too much bloody effort to be honest, mate. Oh, I, um, I know what you mean. I, I like it when I speak, you know, speak to someone and it goes really well, and I just think, okay, I can just put that. Out. You know, it's <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all easy. I mean, I've, I, there's only some. I've, I've very rarely have edited anything out, but um, but yeah, but yeah. So yeah, like you said, yeah, it's there's there's not really um, this match is. Is, is kind of there I mean I, I do enjoy I feel, I feel a bit sorry for, for Johnny B. Bad really because mm-hmm. he's great and it's kind of a I think it was a Dusty idea wasn't that Dusty gimmick yeah of um, yeah it's kind of well it's a it's a tough I mean it was it was a tough sell in 1993 oh he was you know, over though. again especially you look at the crowd reaction oh he was over they, yeah they bloody loved him didn't yeah. they yeah yeah, but again, it's, it's not sort of a gimmick you're going to really, uh, you can only sort of go so far with that gimmick. But again, he was probably more over 
because I think I've, I've listened to other podcasts where his name's been mentioned before, and he said that he basically got an offer from Vince, and Vince said he's going to make him a big star, make him maybe a world champion. And he, he took the offer, basically. Yeah. Um, and they said to him, well, good luck to you. You know, if he's offering you that, then, Take you know. Sort of thing, yeah. But he was on every pay-per-view for probably, what, two years? Yeah, he was, he was normally in the it's, opener it's as well, wasn't he? He was in the yeah. opener a great deal, and I think TV champion at one stage as well. So I mean, he, he, he had a good little rundown now, I think. Um, yeah, yeah. It must have been difficult, especially where, where they kind of WCW are based. I imagine you must have got some shit from the crowds. Um. Yeah, yeah, I suppose. <laughs> Do you know what? I actually hadn't thought of that, but yeah, you, uh, you make a really good point there. Uh, and that sort of yeah. down south is notorious, I guess, for once upon a time having preconceived yeah. ideas. So maybe uh, that he would have got a bit. Yeah. I, I never actually thought of that before. That's a really good point. Yeah, yeah. But, um, but again, this is from a company that, what, a few months prior to this had... Um, Again, Harlem Heat coming out in in chains. Oh my word! Yeah, <laughs> led by uh, like a, a plantation owner, Colonel Parker. So wasn't it, I think was he, yeah, was he their manager. Yeah, stage? yeah, yeah. I think they got rid of that after a couple of weeks because yeah. I thought it might be a touch on the you know a touch a touch close to uh... <laughs> a touch, yeah yeah especially in the south as well. I mean yeah, it's, it's a bit on the nose, isn't it? But uh, yeah. But um, but yeah, so I, this match, yeah, twelve minutes, which I'm never going to get back for my yeah. life. And I think Missy Hyatt, uh, yeah, I don't want to. She again, I'm. I don't want to be a uh, an asshole, but she reminds me of the. I like Gremlins. It's one of my favourite films, and I. <laughs> she does remind me of the of the the female Gremlin in Gremlins. Yeah, facially, um, I'm I'm literally I'm I'm a bold-headed you know ogre of a man so i'm in no position to make comment on anybody's facial uh features but she does remind me of the female gremlin from gremlins i, I but, yeah. see that now. now that's probably all i'm yeah, going that's probably uh, yeah. all i'm gonna see now now you put that image in my head that's probably all i'm gonna see every time i see her now. i think I, it was, I, I she was sort of yeah she was like chewing gum and making a face and it kind of yeah but yeah <laughs> but yeah that was the match when it and who yeah. wins so yeah um johnny be bad in Nobs win, don't they? And yeah, Nobs rolls yeah. up um, Eric Watts, and the commentators declare that he's got a handful of tights. I actually think it looks a lot more like yeah. he's rolling him up with a handful of his balls. It looks, like he's <laughs> just, it looks like he's grabbed him by the bollocks, rolled him up, and got the one, two, yeah. three. It's quite an awkward-looking roll-up there, but speaking yeah. of things that are yeah. awkward-looking, here yeah. comes the Shockmaster, mate. Well, now, I, I, I've, I've got a bit of a soft spot for, for Uncle Fred. Oh, obviously, my my podcast uh, wife, he's a massive um, massive tugboat fan, as yeah. you might have been noticed. He, that's probably the, the he's very rarely on Twitter, and if he isn't actually swearing at people, he's normally just typing tugboat. Um, <laughs> but I think again, like yeah, yeah I, I, I actually I enjoyed this match. It's probably one of the the matches I enjoyed the most. <laughs> on the pay-per-view yeah which is it's a, it's a low standard mate to be honest oh, well, but yeah, definitely. i did enjoy this because this this made sense this match i think yeah i mean you're on the way like, the, the shockmaster yeah. drawn with paul orndorff um facing yeah. ricky steamboat and steven regal yeah and there's quite yeah. a bit of stalling uh throughout the match which oh, yeah. i suppose adds to as to the length of it but there's moments between steamboat and orndorff that i really enjoyed there's moments between yeah. Orndorff and Regal that I thought were good. Um, yeah. Steam, Steamboat here didn't really make a lot of sense to me. 
he's, he's supposed to be like the, the, the white meat baby face, like Mr. Goody Two Shoes, never been a heel in his life. So on. Getting his hair yeah. off because, you know, getting getting all wound up and crossed because Orndorff <coughs> and Regal want to occasionally shake hands and, and wrestle. It seemed quite out of place, yeah. I guess. Yeah, yeah. I can see coming back, what, so we've, they've recently feuded for the TV title, haven't they, Steamboat and Regal. So uh-huh. it's kind of put in the, the, the two... I think that, and then they went on to. Did they wrestle at Starcade after oh, this? I'd have to look that up. I'm not sure. I think they might have done. I think this. I this down is one of the only matches that actually led to something at the next pay per view. Because nothing else, considering we're about under a month away from the next pay per view. So their this biggest pay per view of the year, in theory. Yeah, yeah. This there's nothing at all to advance any storyline going into that pay per view, <laughs> apart from so this match and then obviously the the main event at the end. But the rest of it, um, it doesn't really, uh, it doesn't really advance any storylines. But yeah, this kind of makes sense with obviously Steamboat and Regal can get along, Shockmaster and Orndorff can get along. Shockmaster is more interested in getting the crowd to chant Paula, which I found quite. Uh, it was yeah. a good old. That's good. That's a good old late eighties, early nineties chant of calling uh, a male wrestler a female name yeah and he sells it well yeah. he really gets oh, yeah, yeah. yeah i mean orndorff's brilliant he's pure 80s orndorff he? he's yeah. you know it's, it's, he yeah he, he does a good job and again he's a guy who obviously coming to the later stage of his career here yeah. same as steamboat really but they could both put on again in that that previous halloween havoc they put on a decent match if they could put on Again, you've got three people in this. You can put on a decent match. You can wrestle. And then you've got the Shockmaster. Mm. Um, but, yeah, I do feel a bit sorry for for Uncle Fred. Because I'm not sure what the plan would have been if he hadn't have fallen through that wall. No, I thought about this the other day. Like, where, obviously, he was going to be uh, teaming with Sting and the Bulldog. And he was up against Sid yeah. Vicious. And so, so he's in good company. He's on a good spot in the card. And obviously yeah. he, he stumbles and it all, all goes terribly wrong. Um, yeah. But yeah, where would they have gone? I don't quite understand yeah. where it would have no. ended up, I guess. Because he was in that probably the worst War Games match of all time. He was. He only got the pin in that match, didn't he? The, yeah, the War so. Games that year. Yeah. With that weird so... sort of bear hug slam. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was. I think that was kind of part of his gimmick. I and mean, it was. He was. It's almost like he's got you in a bear hug and he's and he falls over with you in the bear hug and ends up yeah. landing on top on top of you so it looks like he's just just made, made a mess of that splatting you sort of yeah. <laughs> yeah. but he was i think he was gone by the end of the year mm. so yeah. it was kind of yeah weird a weird sort of time but we're almost again where they're kind of just getting people they could get you know it was well summer's out of contracts right we'll get them We'll sign yeah, them. He had family you know. links as well, didn't he? Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. With, with, I think he's related to Dusty somehow, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think they were like a brother-in-law. Um, yeah, so he's part of, the, part of the Rhodes family. As is, I think, um, Jerry Sags as well. He's part of the, yeah. part of the Rhodes family as well. Yeah, yeah. right. I mean, ultimately, um, you see the Shopmaster and Paul Orndorff go through here. Um, yeah. And yeah. then after this match, we have, well, they describe it as a press conference, but it just kind of looks like a gang of people stood around in an empty room. Um, yeah, no, I was trying to work out when this actually was, because, I mean, if that was, like, 
that day or the day before, well, Starcade's in like a month's time. Yeah. And they're announcing where Starcade's going to be. Yeah. <laughs> four, four weeks beforehand. Also, they, they, there was, they speak about yeah, um, well, Vader runs through all the people he's injured. And all the issues yeah. that he's caused. And he cites about, oh, where's Cactus Jack? Where his memory's gone. Where's Cactus Jack? Yeah, he that's what I didn't get. He wrestled yeah. in the bloody opener on the same show. Yeah. Yeah, that's where Cactus Jack is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He was your partner. Yeah, and again, that's, that's what, because I assume, I was, I was, when I was watching that, I was thinking, well, they're announcing the venue for their pay-per-view, which is in a month's time. Hmm. But then when he mentioned about, oh, where's Cactus Jack? And I was thinking, well, maybe this was weeks before. It must have been. But then, obviously, in the... But then, like, two weeks earlier, they'd had the um, Clash of Champions where he'd wrestled Flair for the world title. Yeah. So Flair wouldn't have been challenging him for the world title. I mean, again, I'm not sure when they, when they actually recorded half this stuff. Again, the, we don't know when the like, Clash of Champions was. Because, again, they're, they're in this sort of time period of WCW, they'd book, they'd book shows and they'd have title changes sort of in advance. So you'd have people turn up for house shows or TV tapings with the belt who weren't actually champion yet. Yeah, because the or, TV or without the belt who'd pre-taped. lost the title. So like yeah. WCW Saturday night and so on was all pre-taped, and then Clash yeah. of Champions were there live, and obviously the pay-per-views were there live. Yeah. So it'd be, I suppose, a bit of a nightmare trying to keep the timeline right as to what people have seen and what they haven't. Yeah. This to me seems no. like. After the Clash of the Champions, because they reference that he's already beaten Flair. Um, yeah, must be, yeah. But again, he just made the, the comments about um, uh, Cactus Jack really sort of make it odd to me, timing-wise. Um, yeah. But yeah, they're announcing... Yeah, it didn't make sense. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're, they're getting... Um, obviously, WCW was a far hotter company than than we initially thought going yeah, into looking at yeah. this because they're getting offers from Sao Paulo, uh, yeah. the, the UK, Australia, and New Zealand. Um, yeah, yeah. Mean Gene said. All over South Africa. South Africa. Yeah. All, they all want Starcade, but yet they choose um, Charlotte, North Carolina, where they run yeah. pretty much every bloody week. You know? So. <laughs> it makes sense because I'd imagine Ric Flair, well, it's just around the corner of Ric Flair's house. So, I mean, yeah. I wonder if, if he had a contract there, Flair just on the off chance that it was going to be announced in Charlotte. Cause I you know if it had been announced in, I don't know, Sweden, something like that, he would have been, <laughs> well, I mean, I've got this contract. <laughs> like, is it worth, yeah. you know, is it worth going all the way over there to put my career on the line? But seeing it's going to be around the corner from my house, then I might yeah, as well go I, for it. After the match, I can just nip home sort of thing, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I, again, I watched that preview and he does literally, he, he, well, if, if you're, if the what we're watching is sort of timeline, then he's actually still at the his house when the pay per view starts, isn't he? Yeah, and or they got, follow um, him on his journey that's to right. the pay per view. So, and you got a very young Charlotte um, Flair in the hallway saying saying goodbye to him as he goes off to face the big evil Vader, haven't you? And, and so on. Yeah, I find that weird. Again, I find the whole Flair face thing very weird because he lives in a like a mansion, mm-hmm. doesn't he? He's obviously insanely rich. He's there with his wife like his actual wife at the time and yeah. then well, most weeks he turns up with his french maid and his uh, like yeah who <laughs> like ends up, be, who ends up being his wife later on it's <laughs> yeah 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 it's all it's all rook flair as a face is is a stranger uh, yeah it's, it's 
which I wanted to get my head around. But yeah, but yeah. So that so that was yeah that was again that like this pay per view didn't really that press conference actually when you look at it, it doesn't actually make a lot of but but no, yeah that's that's a, that's a theme got, really and, you, and 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 the setting <laughs> as well it's so. It's so amateur, yeah. it's so low-key. People are just literally stood there waving bits of paper around. Yeah. Um, there's no... You think if you're going to get someone in from Brazil, uh, New Zealand and Australia... Yeah. Um, so least give them a bloody chair. Yeah, yeah. You know? You're not going to be doing it in... Uh, yeah, it looks like it's in a like, service station somewhere, isn't it? Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah. Bang, bang um, of chairs. I have a little podium, maybe some sandwiches or something, but nah, WCW, just, I'll go stand over there. And then we're just going to no. tell you that, that that we're not leaving Charlotte anyway. So <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, they, they spent all their money getting the shopmaster in and uh, well, and the bulldog and things like that. So well, in that case, then I'm fully on board with press conference. If that's if that's where yeah. the money went, no problem at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to you have to budget these things out, but yeah, that's it. Um, the next this match, next then. match. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. You got. Awesome Kong and the Equalizer versus <coughs> King Kong and Dustin Rhodes. Yeah. It, and you have to remind people, this is actually a pay-per-view. Yeah. Because people paid money. Probably, I don't know. I mean, this would have cost probably... Oh, uh, pay-per-views back then, probably, what, 23 years, whatever. I mean, quite a lot of money to watch this. I mean, this is... This is a trip. This is bollocks. This is, <laughs> it's absolute rubbish. It's so, <laughs> so bad. No, I, I was completely I, I can... unaware of the, Sorry, of the Kongs. I had no right. idea who the Kong... Oh, in my head, Awesome Kong is the uh, TNA uh, yeah, female wrestler. Yeah, but Karma in the WWF for a while. Yeah. 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 Oh, dear. Yeah. The Equalizer as well. Um, yeah. At one stage, yeah. Bill is Kevin Sullivan's brother. Um, yeah. yeah. Dustin Rhodes must have really pissed somebody off backstage. To be lumbered with this, he must have really yeah. annoyed someone, you know. But he must have thought, well, at least I'm going through. Yeah, yeah. Because, yeah. Um, but it's good to see you don't see enough. So the Kong, the Kong people, um, you don't see enough really fat blokes anymore, do you? <laughs> in, <laughs> in wrestling, you know, it's it's a kind of it's a lost art of uh, yeah. That's because a, that's you a think niche back to, in the market there. Yeah, back in the. 90s you had what we termed people like earthquake that he was fat yeah but what going back and watching he wasn't actually that fat he's not like and again he could actually i mean the guy was an athlete when he could do drop kicks he could do and he was actually he was a sumo when he before yeah that's right yeah and even tugboat you know because but those were like your kind of standard fat people um but these guys are real <laughs> roly-poly, uh, oh, kind of, uh, aren't they? Yeah, they're not. Yeah. I mean, Earthquake, as daft as it sounds, Earthquake is kind of fat forwards, if that makes sense. He's got the belly. Yeah. Uh, these yeah. guys are fat yeah. all the way round, aren't they? They're, they're like wide yeah. either side and so on. Um, the one of them yeah. I read, is only actually, he's only 22 here as well. He Good must have Lord, had a really? really hard childhood to look as rough well, yeah. and ragged as he, as he does there. Well, going back to Earthquake, that's always the the statistic. Or when he debuted, he was in his sort of mid twenties. Yeah. In uh, in WWF, when he looked like mid forties. Yeah. But um. But yeah, I mean, <sighs> this match, but he won't. Yeah, I mean, 
it's difficult to it doesn't really, doesn't really warrant kind of much discussion this match no, is definitely it definitely not the only thing that I can sort of take from it well, well I suppose it hints towards how bad it was Jesse Ventura even sounds bored on commentary he just yeah he looks he yeah. sounds just like oh, I've had enough of this crap um, yeah and the whole battle bowl premise the whole lethal lottery premise is to get heels and faces teaming together and partners yeah. wrestling against each other the partners be wrestling against each other they're bloody cons yeah, like, but I don't think they actually um, they don't actually get in, do they? Together, they, they I think it's teased a couple of times, you know, like the big yeah, the big never, tease yeah, that the, yeah. the the two Kongs are gonna gonna fight each other, but they don't. They're obviously saving that for you know Starcade down the line when they yeah. actually split up, and then you have the the big uh, blood big feud main yeah. event, the Kongs. Um, but yeah, and I mean, the equaliser is, is, is pretty, it's is slim picking, really, isn't it? Oh, it is right, slim right. pickings. I mean, I always envisage, you know, I always think of WCW and WF having a really strong kind of tag division, but we're kind of in that, uh, we've just gone past that period, I think, of them being, you know, the best sort of tag teams. I mean, you know, you've still got the Nasty Boys, I suppose, and you've still got, I suppose, who were their main... Um, so Scorpio in Bagwell, mm-hmm. um, but then yeah, and the Harlem Heat the are Kongs, just starting eight, aren't yeah, they? the Kongs, the Coles. I, I don't know who these people are to be honest. No, and they're on pay per view. I never heard of the of the Cole twins. Any twins? I, no, I mean, bear in mind, I, I'm a big WCW fan. Go back and watch all sorts of stuff. You know, yeah. on, a, on a very regular basis. I had to go look them up myself. I was like, who the hell are these? Yeah, that's not a good sign, is it? Definitely not. Definitely if you're not. if you're a big fan of that era of that, that company, and you've got people you've never heard of before on a pay per view, yeah. Um, but yeah, so what happens? Dustin wins, and he with a bulldog, and then they kind of the Kongs make up. They don't fight, and Nikolaj just goes home basically. <laughs> yeah, goes. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, and then the next match meant we mentioned the Cole twins. One of them is in this match yeah. here, after more leching and. You know, gross behaviour. Of course, yeah. And, you know, because yeah. standard, of course, it's got to happen. Um, yeah. We are staying with the other nasty boy, Jerry Sags, uh, and yeah. they defeat Ron Simmons and Keith Cole. The Cole twins, as me and Andy have sort of touched upon, that that you've got to see them to understand. Really, they yeah. have the. If you imagine Sting's blonde sort of flat top kind of surfer hairstyle, but then combine that with a really weird long mullety bit at the back and then there's two of them yeah that's yeah it's it's a, it's really odd and it's not i was gonna say it's of the time but it's not even of the time this is 1993 i think this is more you know, that's they, the thing yeah you know i mean i think that i think they mentioned it on commentary they they've got the same hairstyle him and sting apart from he's got the little kind of rat's tail yeah mullet <laughs> bit at the back but apart from that it's the same even sting by this point had, had decided you know Yes, that's maybe a bit too much. The, uh, the the full kind of, but it's difficult to describe what kind of. It's kind of like a a sort of square, sort of buzz cut flat top on the top, and then yeah. like a like a, a thin mullet at the back. Um, you got you got to see it to understand it. I think. Uh, yeah. And again, yeah, again else. it's nineteen ninety three. Yeah. It's people weren't. I mean, I'm not sure in America, but I think back to like we're only. Well, Oasis were just bringing out their new their first stuff then in this country. Yeah, and you think then you've got people like that in America? 
it's, it's insane. <laughs> well, you, look, you look at the, the crowd are probably a good. You always got to look at the crowd normally date these things, and mm-hmm. the big, crowd looks fairly normal for a thick rimmed glasses. There's nobody and lots of denim. I noticed. Yeah, yeah, but there's no one with a hairstyle like this. No. Actually, this is a good match for hairstyles actually, because <laughs> I enjoy Ron Simmons' hair. This kind of. Uh, era as well. He's he's got kind of nice sort of almost is like a soul glow. I think it is. I think that's the term. Yeah. I'm not uh, my again. Like, I'm not the person to be discussing hair as it's well documented. That I haven't got any. Um, <laughs> and then again, uh, Sags had that hairstyle for forever. Yeah. And then that's still got it, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah. And then obviously Sting's got you know surfer sting hair but um yeah quite, actually i didn't mind this match either as a match just kind of you got like the moment when sting and ron simmons sort of came together it felt like a yeah it got a bit a messy moment. didn't it it was it, it, yeah it but like the crowd were like actually we're getting quite excited about this because these yeah. are two blokes that are actually quite good quite decent faces both biggest stars in the world type picture around that time yeah. as well weren't they yeah so it was like we don't you've not pretty not seen this before this is like a new kind of you know you don't see these guys actually taking each other on so it felt mm. like it was a, a quite a big moment yeah um, they, talk, they try and run the ropes a little bit don't they and it, it, that's where it gets a bit messy. Yeah. they kind of cross over each other a bit and sting at one yeah. stage hits the referee with his arse um, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's okay. It does its job. I mean, it, it gets Sting through to the Battle Royal, which I suppose is the the main aim of any match like this with Sting in it. Um, Ron Simmons comes down to the ring looking like he's about to go off and be the genie in Aladdin for pantomime. Yeah, it's a wonderful little yeah, race wearing... effort there, isn't it? Yeah, it's a green, nice little green number, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Great. It don't really fit with the. Uh... They bang on about how he's this, you know, legitimate athlete and former sort of uh, high-level football player and mm-hmm. a bit of a badass. And he comes in looking like a, looking like a bit like a leprechaun, really, but minus the hat. <laughs> he's got like the the little green waistcoat on. Yeah. Uh, again, and it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't of, really fit. It's very, I would say it's of this time, but again, it's not. It's of WCW of this time. It's not even really... You wouldn't. No, it's not. You know, 1993. Do you know what I mean? It's another yeah. note there as well. I mean, Keith Cole in, in this match. Um, when I was sort of looking into the Cole brothers, the Cole twins, apparently he was the opponent for Terror Rising on his okay. debut in 1994. And Terror Rising wow. obviously went on to be, you know, yeah. Triple H. So yeah, little. Uh, wow. I suppose that's his main claim to fame. I would guess. Um, yeah, that's something that's something isn't it? really i mean that's it pretty much i'd imagine because yeah of course his poor old brother was one of the only people not to get yeah drawn out of the uh drawn out of the hat just just spent the whole time in his gear with his yeah. glorious mullet sat in the change rooms watching everyone else wrestle i mean i suppose he got paid so i mean it's, it's you know well i'd hope he got paid yeah unfortunately he got to watch the show as well so oh yeah yeah I so there's not, that yeah i suppose it's better though because he's being paid to watch it i suppose i suppose and, yeah and for me to rewatch it i think you would need to pay me yeah yeah well, i've watched this twice so yeah, yeah. <laughs> i know yeah 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 um after this so, yeah, so that's good yeah, well, you say at the end of this, Simmons gets a bit, doesn't he? You can see these, the kind of story is he's getting pissed off with Cole 
because Cole's kind of inexperienced and trying to sort of do too much. And then he beats him. He gives him a like a power slam after the match. Yeah. And kind of, I think he's been not far off of. Uh, I think he had a brief heel turn before he before he left. Um, but yeah, you come out of this thinking like, well, actually, this obviously did the result sting through to the next round, and also made Ron Simmons, you know, look a bit more like a kind of badass as well, mm. apart from the, the green jacket. You said, like, Simmons leaving not long after this. Yeah. He, he actually went on to, was it in a warehouse, a Coca-Cola warehouse? <laughs> Did he? I think, uh, uh, the, the actual product, I'm not sure of. I'm fairly certain it's Coca-Cola. I need to look it up. Yeah. He, he actually left wrestling. Between w, I, I Again, don't quote me directly on this, the timeline yeah. I may be getting muddled up on. But he, I yeah. think it was when he left WCW, he then yeah. went and was like a supervisor or a foreman. Okay. At, um, I'm fairly certain it was a Coca-Cola warehouse. Yeah. Um, it wasn't Lucky Charms, was it? Cause no, uh, the, yeah. They, they, the jacket. They yeah. saw him walk to the ring and go, that's the guy for us. That's the man. You know? Yeah, that's our guy. Yeah. <laughs> and they could probably pay him more than WCW paid him at the time as well. So Yeah, most likely. And eventually yeah, he got yeah. tapped up by, by Bruce uh, Pruitt and Vince McMahon to go and be Farouk. Uh, yeah. But yeah, at the time he was working he was working in a, a, a again, I'm fairly certain, a Coca-Cola warehouse for a Yeah. While, he is, was a, a bit of a waste in, in WWF, really. When they, you think, again, he came in with the, with the blue helmet uh, as Farouk. Yeah. And then, uh, you yeah, know, that led to eventually like the nation of domination kind of thing but he was again i'm going for a bit of a i i've went oh, maybe about a year ago i started watching or maybe a couple of years ago now i started watching rules from the beginning like oh, yeah, right. at, at night i kind of watch like and i've got i've got to kind of late 99 now Okay, so <laughs> a lot of episodes. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of episodes, and now obviously you've got SmackDown as well. So it's taking me longer to. Um, but at that point, where he's just kind of him and Bradshaw becoming like the you know the the famous sort of APA kind yeah. of acolytes kind of thing, getting into bar rules and fights and that kind of thing. And, but he was uh, like a proper badass. Like you could have you could have done stuff with him. Um, again, it was pretty crowded field at the time. You know, you had all of. You still had Austin, uh, Rock, Triple H, X Pac. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, big show. Um, so yeah, but you felt like he was kind of never really. Again, apart from having that two, what he won two world titles. Um, but yeah, I think he was. He was. He was older when he when he broke in. He was probably late twenties when he at least I think when he when he finally when he sort of made his big kind yeah. of break in at WCW so he was probably um probably just a bit too old to get that big push yeah I suppose but, that um, makes sense but yeah he looked in this he looks yeah he actually looked impressive so mm. and, uh, again he's not long held the world title he sort of traded yeah. back and forth with Vader as well so he was quite a big deal for the company yeah um, yeah but then he took his little green jacket and went and worked and he went. yeah <laughs> that's probably the sign thinking I need to get out when yeah. they're making me coming out in a, in a little green jacket. And, uh, <laughs> I, hope like, he, I hope right. somewhere he's still got it, man. I hope <laughs> the writing's on the wall. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, after this contest, we actually get on to, well, again, after more Minjin and Fifi silliness, we get yeah. on to two of the biggest names 
in the industry, I guess, um, at yeah. some stage in their career. We have yeah. Stunning Steve Austin. Max Payne. In. Yeah, Max Payne, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Stunning Steve Austin um, tagging with Ric Flair. And they're up against yeah. Max Payne and Two Cold Scorpio. Yeah. This, this, isn't, this wasn't too bad. You know, I think no, probably this... the best match of the night for me so far. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's my first ever Max Payne match I've ever seen. So... Um, what a treat it was for you. But he was in there with three good <laughs> people. So, I mean, again, Austin, Flair, Scorpio, you know, those three can properly wrestle. Don't they? Mm. Scorpio's, uh, you know, probably a, a waste, a waste of talent, really. Um, he never yeah, really, so probably. Charisma, yeah. ability, but he loved it, didn't he? That's the thing. Yeah. Yeah. And I think he had a pretty acrimonious, when he left WCW, he made some, a lot of statements regarding kind of uh, racism and that sort of thing, and he kind of he burned a few bridges there. Um, well, if his time crossed over with Bill Watts as one of the bookers, well, yeah, yeah, you know, there's no smoke yeah. or fire, I guess. Well, no, yeah, yeah, but yeah, I mean, there's three, and again, there was um, this kind of made sense storyline wise because you had the issues with. Again, that, that, that clash of the champions which led into this, where it was Flair and Vader and Austin got involved in that match. Um, but then it seemed to be leading towards a Flair-Austin feud at some point. Obviously, mm. as the, you know, the, uh, the main event were kind of pointing that direction as well. But I, I, did, I, not, I mean, I didn't happen any time near to this. You had the it, it seemed to be... Flair and Anderson up against the Hollywood Blondes around this period. Yeah, yeah. That was kind of... Yeah. I mean, Austin's just split from Brian Pillman um, mm. at this point. But Austin as well, he, he says in this time frame that um, Flair wasn't really helpful to Steve Austin's career. If anything, he maybe was yeah. a hindrance and tried to bury him a touch. Um, yeah. So perhaps that, was, that, that sort of... Um, went along with them not working together as much to yeah. me, like, again like what you're seeing on screen here it would have made perfect sense um, definitely yeah yeah because again it, it, this, it seems weird having a face uh rick flair yeah you know it, it, it just it didn't seem right you yeah know? in this t- this time um, period yeah definitely it's very strange yeah um no this is this is a good match he's got obviously scorpio's you know, can can put on a good match against anybody, and then Max Payne's there to be the the big sort of muscle power guy. But um, yeah, Robert Parker as well. I'd never really got the. I'm I'm quite a big fan of because I think there should, I think there should be more managers now, especially in this time where you've got. Oh yeah, we we on our show we tend I tend to sort of try and steer away from talking about the current stuff to just get Steve angry. But um, <laughs> I've noticed. <laughs> you noticed, yeah. Yeah, especially hey, we don't talk about AEW anymore because uh, yeah, um, but he, um, but I think there's definitely a place for for managers, um, but not, not. I don't think not Robert Parker. No, <laughs> it's so it's so dated. It's almost like a seventy. I know. Again, yeah, yeah. It? It's but he's still had a few years in the in him. I think he was still going maybe two or three years down the line. 
Yeah, he ends up um, in a, um, a, a a weird angle with uh, <sighs> Sensational Sherry in a few years' time. Yeah. Where yeah. they end up feuding against each other. They have a match. I think they end up marrying each other, or he, she leaves him, <laughs> or he leaves... Again, WCW, yeah. fantastic. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he also, I think he didn't not... Um, he put himself, didn't he, against match? Yes. I believe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Legit. Legit. Legitimately put himself. So... I mean, is that? Yeah. It's not, uh, if you're if you're going to be dressed like you know Colonel Sanders in, in an all white suit, it's probably not a you know it's not the best thing to be putting yourself as a wrong color. Well, it's not the best like, thing uh, anyway. Yeah. Whatever you're wearing, really. But well, yeah, a white I mean, suit I, I, is. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yes, it's, it's something um, you want to avoid if possible, especially when you're in you know grown up years. I guess when you're maybe you can get away yeah. with it a bit more. <laughs> yeah, and live on live on TV in a cage. In a white suit is, uh, but yeah, oh, but yeah, so of, yeah, um, it's a good match. Speaking of Cage, actually, one of the things I, I, I sort of found when I was making notes on this and looking into the guys, mm. Max Payne apparently helped put the steel cage up at WrestleMania 2 for the Hogan Bundy match. Did he? Yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, I don't know why, little things like that sort of make me go, huh, that's quite cool. You know, it just so he was actually like a, uh, yeah, he was a legitimate. Magician, a mission, not a magician. Yeah, he was a magician. Musician. I've been a magician as well, but yeah. He was a magician. You had Steve Austin, Ric Flair, and Two Cool Scorpio. <laughs> Mac- Max Payne used his power of magic that when he tagged yeah. in, he made all the atmosphere in the arena vanish. <laughs> he vanished, yeah. <laughs> and all the money, all the money yeah. from the WCW vanished as well. Yeah. yeah. But he was a big, I mean, because when he, when he moves, so who was he in WWF? Um, Oh bloody hell! Man Mountain, Man, 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 yeah. Mountain Rock, and he played a big guitar with WWF logo, sort of good WWF logo shaped guitar. Yeah. I think he was actual. I think if you go on his Wikipedia, which I might have done over the past few days, first time, I'm probably the only person who's been on this Wikipedia in ten years. But oh, that was me um, as well, mate. He's had two. I hits. think. <laughs> oh, well, two of us, yeah. So um, I actually go on there every now and again to check see what's on there, but uh, but I think he is a legitimate musician. But um, yeah, he but yeah, he the, did the job um, in this match. The national anthem on WCW pay per view as well, just as one did long he? guitar solo. Yeah, I can't remember which one it was. I think it was a WCW pay per view, but he played the national anthem yeah. as well. Yeah. So um, yeah. another little note I took from this, well, two notes I suppose towards the end of it. Um, first of all. The referees wearing trainers. I don't know why that pisses me off so much, but I really... Oh, I didn't notice that. Oh, again, yeah. funny little things irritate me. And the referee's mm. in his, his shirt and his trousers, and he's wearing he's got trainers on. It just looks ridiculous. It shouldn't make me as angry as it does. I don't yeah. know why it bothers me, you know? Yeah, he's got details. Yeah, yeah. And then at the end, Ric Flair wins with a figure four. We don't see that very often, do we? I, I was going to say that, yeah. That must be a face thing. Ah, yeah. So I'm pretty sure he's never sense. won as with a figure four. That's a heel. We ne- never, we never had see him. It's like getting to the top rope and hitting that move, isn't it, from the top rope? Yeah, so it never happens. Important. Yeah, <laughs> brilliant. Um, so it must be a face thing. Yeah, oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, the next match, then after again more Fifi and Mean Gene silliness, we have yeah, again I suppose partner versus partner. Um, but it's not, yeah. as, it's not as great. Uh, as that tagline potentially makes it sound you've got Mark Bagwell 
um, tagging with Tex Slazinger. What a wonderful name! Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it's he, a good name, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, if 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 you're if you're born and <laughs> your parents give you the name Tex Slazinger and you don't already live down yeah. safe, you need to because that's the only place yeah. your name is acceptable. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then they're facing the the the, the always brilliant ravishing Rick Reed um, and his partner yeah. Shanghai Pierce. Which again is a wonderful name. Um, yeah. What's your favourite Shanghai Pierce match? Well, again, I was completely <laughs> oblivious to Shanghai Pierce. Well, obviously, it turned out that I had watched a few of their matches before. Yeah. But I didn't realise that that was who these two people were. Um, yeah, I mean, at least this is better. You do get a bit of interaction between the two tag team partners. You know, it's not yeah. just kind of they, they do end up having a scrap and kind of making up at the end. Um, so there's that. And the crowd do get quite excited about that when they start fighting as well. It's like, you know, yeah, cause again, it's, um, it's what you kind of promised with the premise of Battle Bowl, isn't it? You kind of promised that's the whole point, partner versus partner yeah. and um, people who are feuding, having to be made to team up. And I just don't think you yeah. saw enough of it on this show warrant to warrant the yeah. hype, I guess. Maybe that's kind of, they're trying to do that to kind of try and make it seem like it is a bit legit as well. Because, again, if you you are booking this kayfabe, some of these matchups, would you, why would you put them together? Like, this, it's just just rubbish. Like, again, (laughs) but you you would, if if it was, you know, if if it was kayfabe, then you'd make it interesting. You'd make every match you know, like uh, people that are feuding together or yeah. tag team partners against each other, you would make it interesting. Yeah, of course. You wouldn't just they randomly made it inter- chuck in <laughs> one of the cold <laughs> Yeah, yeah. But they've kind of done it. The worst of both worlds, really. They've, they've not. They have kayfabe it, but they've made it. Sh- they've made it crap. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the that's the thing. If you are going to kayfabe it, then just book it. You could book this paper with the people you've got involved in this. I think most people we could even if you booked it, even if you pulled them up everyone, you could probably book it better than now it's been booked. Yeah, definitely. Um, it's just just a so, over, isn't it? Yeah, but Rick Rude. Very, I mean, I I was a big fan of Rick Rude. I've always been a big fan of Rick Rude I've, until the last sort of couple of years. I wasn't really that familiar with his WCW work. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think he does look a bit like again. I watched when he came in at Halloween Havoc. Uh, when he came in as a phantom, oh yeah, like he looks he looks like the business. Play. This to me, he looks a bit. I mean, we're only probably we're only not far away from when he had to retire, are we? Which was you know not related to any sort of ongoing injuries he had here, yeah, sort of visibly. Japan, wasn't it? When he, um, yeah, he hurt his back. He just looks a bit like overly. He almost looks too beefed up in this. I think, and he looks a bit defined, isn't he? Like there's yeah, he yeah. looks a bit picked off <laughs> part of my friends but he um yeah when he came in like when he was a phantom he looked like sort of chilled but like defined kind of chisels where in this he looks like uh he's still he's still defined but he's kind of almost he looks a bit like overly overly big um but yeah he, he's he's great isn't he yeah he's fantastic i mean but, the tights he's wearing yeah. as well I beat yeah. them all on, uh, across his arse and the, the, yeah. everyone's faces down his legs and so on. Just 
just brilliant yeah. stuff. I mean, it's ahead of its time, really, I think, when you look at what other people were wearing uh, at that yeah. stage. Um, this match for yeah. me actually works as well, because yeah. I, I think so many matches on this show, uh, as you stated yourself, quite poorly booked. There's not a great deal of crowd heat because you've got baby faces and no. heels and nobody really knows who to cheer with and the storytelling doesn't help the audience out. Um, no. This match, I think, works well because Rude's team effectively work as the bad guys and Bagwell's team yeah. work as the good guys just for the purpose yeah. of this, this sort of 10, 15, whatever it was match. And yeah. it works and the crowd get into it and it's so simple. Because, you know, the, the, the good guys and the bad guys don't have to stay that way after the match. It's that they're doing no. it. The whole purpose is to get into Battle Bowl. Um, yeah. So it makes sense. Yeah, this is kind of booked, like, as, as the, ma- the actual match is booked, like a kind of traditional tag team match. Yeah. Where you've got, again, you've got one guy who's the, the, the sort of face in peril, getting beaten down for most of the match. And then the other guy wants to get in and make the tag, but they keep pulling him away and he makes the tag and the ref hasn't seen it and these are all traditional tag team sort of tropes which make classic you know tag team matches of that time again it's different now but of, the, of that time this was like a and again and it kind of makes sense with the you know i've done a lot of research in characters of shanghai pearson tex lasinger but from the from all the research i've done they appear to be like cowboy characters is that right? Yeah. So yeah. So they kind of, but so they'd wanna, they both wanna kind of win because they want, you know, they want to be, and they they quite happily sort of screw each over to get the to get into the the big. I think I've probably done too much, thought too much about Tex Lazinger and Shanghai Pierce to be honest, but <laughs> I can see why they why they would again turn on each other because of their really well defined characters, and at the end they're like, oh well. You know, uh, we, we make up and they, I think they celebrated by beating up uh, Bagwell a bit more afterwards. Yeah, I mean, and they're all friends at the end. That's I think that's how everyone should celebrate everything. Just picking Marcus. Yeah, Bagwell. I mean, if he's there, it's, it yeah. seems it seems like a missed opportunity. We don't, don't yeah. really give, give him a bit of a kick. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah. yeah. and Pierce, uh, they went on to be the Godwins, didn't they, in the WWF? Yeah. Um, Slazinger, I believe it was, went on to be Midian as well. Yeah. So they went on to have, yeah. you know, pretty decent careers um, throughout the 90s yeah. uh, and so on. Um, and you know, they both turned up at the Undertaker's thing, didn't they, every week? Uh, yeah. So. Yeah, fair play. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Marcus Bagwell wasn't there for them to give him a kick again, but never mind. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. He's like, a, is he like an escort or something? Now he's like a Mel Gigolo. He was thing. for a while, I think, wasn't he? Yeah. He was Advert yeah. for his um, services, shall we say, popping up in various places. Um, yeah, but he's a bit of a state now, isn't he? There's a picture of him is it? Well, recently. I don't know if he'd just been in a fight somewhere, or perhaps he'd run into the Godwin yeah. and they gave him a kick. I don't know. Maybe, but yeah. He, had, yeah. <laughs> he looked a bit of a mess. Whether he'd had he had a bit of a drink and a bit of a fall or something, I'm not 100 percent sure. But this picture he didn't look yeah. overly well in. So hopefully everything's okay there. But yeah, yeah. I mean, after we see Reed <clears throat> and Shanghai Pierce progress to the battle battle bowl battle royal. Uh, the yeah. final qualifying match is Road Warrior Hawk tagging with mm-hmm. Rogers. Um, and yeah. they beat Davy Boy Smith and the other half of Harlem Heat. Um, this match pissed me off. <laughs> it, <laughs> well, 
<laughs> I, I mean, I, I actually, when you look at the sort of context, I don't, I don't know what. I mean, Bulldog. This was it for Bulldog, wasn't it? I think he was gone like literally after. I mean, you can tell by his demeanour in the match. I know, kind of storyline. It's like, well, he's he's just annoyed with you know, the, the the future Booker T. Yeah. Um, so we didn't really want to get involved. He's just kind of laughing most of the match. But then he just kind of, when it finishes, he just kind of walks off like, well, uh, uh, you know, see yeah, you later, guys. Uh, yeah, um, I yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I, I liked all the stuff with uh, Rip Rogers. I thought that was quite funny. That that made me laugh yeah. when you know the, the, he's coming to the ring and he's overexcited about his name being drawn and he's tagging yeah. with Hawk and in the end Hawk gets annoyed and just gives him a bit of a slap yeah. and he ends up the whole match trying to crawl to oh, the ring after yeah. taking his pasting. He sells um, it amazingly, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> and, and then at the finish, uh, Hawk grabs him, picks him up throws him on to Cole and Rip Rogers actually gets the pinfall and it's, it's, yeah. a, it's brilliant it's just comedy stuff it's really well done what annoyed yeah. me is yeah. the bulldog um, yeah. we speak about the storytelling in the previous match where one team effectively plays it one way the other team the other and it kind of made sense the crowd are into it and so on yeah um, here the bulldog is cheering on Hawk as Hawk is beating up the bulldog's own partner yeah yeah and it's I, mean, I don't know if that was, yeah, if that was how it was booked. I don't know. Yeah, um, it's not even like just a little bit. He's like proper going for it. He's trying to get Hawk chant going, and yeah, to the point where it just, it just kind of took away. I mean, to me, you're building up this event. This whole pay per view is about the main event, getting into the the main event, getting into the battle royal to win this ring or whatever. <laughs> That's the whole purpose yeah, yeah, of show. Yeah. And then the yeah. match before the main event, you've got a guy who yeah. in theory name value is one of your bigger stars basically acting like he, yeah. doesn't, give, he doesn't give a shit he doesn't care if he's in it or yeah. not it just it no. doesn't make sense to me no I mean maybe he was on his way out but then yeah. again if he was literally on his way out after this show why why book him <laughs> why, why well, there's, there's two ways of looking at it isn't there one why book him and two yeah. if he has been booked he's being paid to do a job do, yeah. do, do your job you know, do what yeah. you're earning your money for. I mean, when when um, Hawk and Rip Rogers win, Bulldog celebrates. Yeah. Bulldog sort of high yeah. fives Hawk, and, and he's not qualified. It makes oh, I just dead my head. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I, it's three's trainers, mate. Yeah. Again, it's silly, silly little oh, things really? that really annoy me. You know, <laughs> yeah. I don't really. Um, I I was always a. Everybody holds up Legion of Doom as being, you know, probably one of, if not the greatest of all time. I was always, I, I, I was probably exposed to Demolition before I was exposed to Legion of Doom. So I've always got a soft spot for Demolition, but I've always found Hawk to be like a really dislikable character. To be honest. I'm pretty sure people that do like the Legion of Doom, they're Animal to Hawk. Animal was always cooler than Hawk. Animal, Hawk would be the guy getting beat up for 10 minutes. I think, and then Animal would come in, do the hot tag, do the sort of power slam, and but I never really, yeah, I, I couldn't really ever take to Hawk to be honest. A few weeks back, um, I had yeah. Mags on the show, and we yeah. we did a Road Warriors episode. Yeah, it kind of. Co- it was not long after Animal passed away, and it kind of coincided yeah. with. Um, the anniversary of Hawk's passing, and me yeah. and Mags were both very much Hawk guys. That's the guy we preferred. Oh, yeah. um, but then my yeah. wife 
my wife yeah. is, is completely on the same side as you, animal yeah. all the way, you know? Mm. Well, I mean, she's obviously a woman with good taste, mate, so, you know, she's, um, well, yeah. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> but I always find he's, he tends to, I suppose it depends, you know, he was the, the kind of, what used to really annoy me, I was going to swear then, but he used to, he used to like, take a, take a pile driver, that kind of thing, he just bounced back up. Yeah. I suppose that's part of the gimmick. <laughs> but I always find that intensely annoying, to yeah. be honest. Same as when Hogan um, with Horn Dwarf and stuff like that as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I know what you mean. Again, that's Hulk, that's Hulk Hogan. Yeah. I can see Hulk Hogan doing that and sort of hulking up afterwards. Yeah, but not um, not Hawk. But, you know, that's kind of... And it, it just comes across, like, in this match, like, he, he beats up his tag team partner. I know he's he's supposed to be, like, a badass, isn't he? Basically. Mm-hmm. It's Hawk, you know, but um, but yeah, I just kind of find him slightly dislikable. But you know, there we go. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> We've all got opinions. Well, that's it. That's <laughs> it. Um, speaking of opinions, they yeah, that's all the matches that are, that are done for yeah, qualifying it. for the Battle Bowl. Um, they will then sort of, I guess, fill a bit of time with Tony Schiavone and Jesse Ventura giving their opinions as to who they think might yeah. win the actual Battle Bowl main event they then go to mean gene and he speaks about who he thinks might win and then asks jesse ventura again who do you think will win jesse when jesse's just spent two minutes explaining what he thinks yeah. <laughs> yeah. you know it's, yeah yeah it's it's yeah. just so silly but i mean yeah. i'm guessing you do get the impression that, time, aren't they? yeah and the, you do get the impression there's nobody on most of these wcw pay-per-views i get the impression that there's there isn't there's nobody Pulls the air, producing people. It just seems to be like the end. The end is a perfect example. <laughs> the end of the paper review is a perfect example of that. Where it just kind of well, we'll get there later on, but it just kind of cuts off. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Well, they overran. Um, obviously, they've overran. Like, they yeah. keep asking Jesse Ventura the same question. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But he spent about two minutes talking about it. we're going to throw to somebody, and it's like actually, no, well, we're not going to throw to that person, and it's like, oh, actually, we just ran out of time. So yeah. good night. Yeah. yeah. So we go into. So what a lineup then for the uh, oh. for the for the, uh, for the main event for the main at sixteen man <coughs> battle royal, um, mm. the battle bowl. What, what what the whole evening? This whole um, this whole pay per view, this whole event of captivating, fantastic, high octane action has been about building yeah, towards yeah. this moment. Where you get the sixteen yeah. qualifiers, um, yeah. I mean, it was it was twenty five minutes of my life. I'm, I'm never going to get back. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a big fan of. Okay, we're probably spoilt from, you know, the majority of battle royals watched. It's been Royal Rumble. Now that's that's kind of the perfect format, isn't it? Really, yeah. I think for so. a battle royal, this this seems like a, a when you get, you know, if, if you had everybody in there all at the same time, mess, and mm-hmm. you can't. If, until you get down to like again like in this you get down to the final four there's nothing you can't it's just yes it's, it's not yeah. enjoyable um, and ventura yeah. touches on that a little bit as well doesn't he He says nothing to yeah. call here shivani just sit back and watch them fight uh, well I yeah that's that what you need to do but in the, the, like yeah the ring announcer announces who's been thrown out mm-hmm. so they don't really need to you know that's all you need to do is call who's been eliminated really um but yeah, and it seems like a small. Well, it did, I might have imagined this, but 
in the past, did they do what was it, the two ring battle royal thing where you get thrown from one ring into the next ring? Yeah, that. Um, oh, that was. That, was was that Bucks on your... 1990 or 91, maybe? Something around that okay. Um yeah. yeah, and they, they'd throw... Uh, I can't even remember the rules. It was another... No, so you got from one ring... you know. Uh, yeah, well, you got from one ring to the other ring, and then last person in the first ring would go against the uh, last person in the second ring for something yes, at the end. right, yep. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what the... Uh, yeah, this just seems it's, the rings. It just seems rings seem really crowded, and mm-hmm. and again, there's a lot of people in here who clearly aren't going to be <laughs> going to be winning it, are there? Yeah. So, I, one of the cons, um, for example. <laughs> yeah, well, obviously, is out like immediately, isn't he? I think. Yeah. And given Stewie's still selling his interest in the previous match, yeah, he's, I'll tell you what, he's the a bit of a little bit low key here, but he's a bit of a star <laughs> of the show. And these couple of minutes he's got, yeah. he uses brilliantly. Oh yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah. So again, that this first match, you know, that's one of the main focus of the match is him trying to get to the ring. And then when he finally gets there, he gets knocked down again. Yeah. And then like this, he's probably stumbling into the ring for about two minutes. But everybody else, he's the last person out as well. So everyone else is stood in the ring. And this guy, Riff Rogers, sort of crawled to the ring. The one that he overran. We got two minutes of Riff Rogers crawling down to the ring, you know, <laughs> just to get thrown out again. <laughs> Priorities, yeah, no, yeah, to go out immediately, yeah, of course, oh. yeah. Um, and obviously, you got the, the, the rule here as well that they spoke about throughout the show, yeah. In that, if you're thrown out of the ring but land on the ramp, imagine like the elevated yeah. walkway, similar to what AEW has at the moment. Yeah, you're not actually eliminated because you're not on the floor. So at one yeah. stage towards the end, you get the really unique sight of. Um, I think it was the last four, all fighting yeah. outside the ring. I've not seen yeah. that in a battle yeah. war before. No, no. Well, I think earlier on, Vader picks up <coughs> a sort of gorilla presses him, but instead of doing it over either side or the side which is, hasn't got the ramp, he walks over to the ramp and presses him onto the ramp. Yeah. <laughs> for for no particular sense. reason. Um, but yeah, so when you get down to the last four... It gets quite good. Yeah, yeah. But, um, it's not bad then, is it? With Sting and um, yeah. Vader's interactions and Austin's brilliant. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. That's what kind of felt it was leading to something like involving Austin. But I think Psycho, it was him in Dustin Rhodes again for the US title. Mm. So not related to any of this at all. Um, but yeah, but this is where you get the the, the very slim amount of storytelling in this pay-per-view comes in this sort of last four. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, you get, if Vader, um, attacks Ric Flair on the outside. Yeah. Uh, Flair's not actually eliminated, but the referee declares him unable to continue because of the beating he takes. Yeah. He's yeah. He gets nice elbow drops to the balls. Yeah. yeah big monster <laughs> yeah. elbow drop right on the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, he's then put on, what I'm assuming is the is a stretcher they use for people who are scared of heights because it never actually yeah. raises more than a foot <laughs> off the ground. Yeah. Everyone has everyone has to bend That's... over to push it. It's so yeah. low. Yeah. Um, he, he he has to leave and that's obviously building towards the Vader Starcade match that, that you know, highly professional press yeah. conference earlier on was about. Um, yeah. You then get 
Austin and Vader beating up on Sting for a while. Eventually, Austin takes a bump to the ramp and falls off and eliminate is eliminated. And then you're effectively eliminating himself, I guess. He goes for the Stinger splash. Vader moves. He tumbles yeah. out the ring. And then that looks a bit crap, doesn't it? No, that was awful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah. then you, basically, your world champion, who hasn't at age shown you his belt to to save no. the world champion, has then gone on one battle bowl as well when maybe yeah. somebody else winning it could have led towards uh, a confrontation with world champion at a later date it's mm. just uh, again anything yeah yeah any yeah, it's just poor uh, i just think it's, it's yeah. just poor storytelling it's poor booking it's it's just poor it's <laughs> yeah i mean you, you could have given to austin yeah you know that would have, that would have, you could have like sort of Sting and Vader eliminate him and and Austin wins because again Rick Rude wouldn't have needed it really. No, nah. clearly it's an open if it's a flare and invaders and Vader Sting had won it the year before. I know he won, he won a previous one. Yeah, so did, it yeah. Was, the previous yeah, two it were, didn't really um, make sense. The great Muta the first one I think, and then Sting won the one after that. Yeah, yeah. Again, I like the the kind of they were selling it that it was. I think Flair and Harley Race got involved that side, and then Vader came out. Now, Shivani was like, "Oh, Harley Race, he's a coward. He's he's terrified of Ric Flair. He knows Ric yeah. Flair is going to beat Vader at Starcade, and that kind of because obviously would it be in the the tenth Starcade? You, know, you go back to the first Starcade, which was Flair and Harley Race. So all kind of again, this is all that actual main event it was all by accident, wasn't it? It was supposed to be in between." Uh, Halloween Havoc and, and Starcade, and in between Halloween Havoc and this, you had the Vader Arn Anderson incident because the what the, the original main event for Starcade was supposed to be uh, Vader and Sid. Yes, that's right. Yeah. So this is all probably pretty hastily kind of cobbled together. Yeah. Um. So, but I mean, I, I mean, this was if you go onto that pay per view that match. Starcade, Flair and Vader is, pr- I'd say, probably slightly better to what you would have got if it would have been, because the plan was for Sid to, to beat Vader. Um, but yeah, the whole yeah, I think, I think, incident, didn't he, in, in yeah, Blackburn with yeah. Um, R. Anderson, yeah. Yeah. I think things were out for the best. Yeah, Apart I from people so, getting um, stabbed and fired and that kind of thing, but yeah. <laughs> um, ultimately, it all, it all went for the best. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I suppose it worked out for the best in December at Starcade. What didn't work out for yeah. the best was oh, no, not here, deciding no. No. to use the Battle Bowl concept in its own pay-per-view. Um, yeah. Obviously showed it didn't work out for the best because they didn't touch this concept again for another three or so years. They chucked it back yeah. together in 96 for a Slamboree show. Um, yeah. And that was it for the whole Lethal Lottery Battle Bowl concept. Only a few of them done. Mm. This was the only standalone it. Um, Andy, yeah. uh, what I normally do with people who come on and review old pay-per-views is give it a yeah. rating out of 10. Um, <laughs> where do you... Th- I think this Ooh. is potentially going to be the lowest mark we've had. Where do you... Oh, sorry, sorry, I apologise. We give it a rating on a... Um, like a school grading system, A, B, C, okay. and so on. That's kind of what we normally do. Yeah, apologies. Right. Okay, so what do we go down to? What's the lowest? 
Oh, ungradable or uh, yeah, I'm not, not going to give it an ungradable, but um, <sighs> G. Did, did people used to get G's when they were at school or an F? Is, like an F? Uh, I think F, E, F, G. I'm not sure if you get a G. I think ungradable might have been mm. after an F. I had a few ungraded. Yeah, yeah. So. I don't think it's ungradable. <laughs> I'd say that's a good noise. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I'd say probably a. An E, I'd say. An E. <laughs> I might be being generous. I think you are. <laughs> I think you are. I'm, to I'm me, a generous it's, man, it's, mate. it's F all over, mate, for me. <laughs> if I'm being generous, it's F plus. You know, it's... it's uh, I mean, it's, it's probably the worst pay-per-view I've seen. Um, I've seen worse. I mean, I've seen worse recently, to be honest, mate. I, yeah. I'd say, like, in recent modern times. Um... um but yeah, no, it, it wasn't. It was a bit again. It, the end, the last, well, not even the last ten minutes, because the, the Sting Vader Austin stuff was pretty mean in this, really. Mm, it went but on that, for a while as well, didn't five, it? Five minute. It did go on for ages. Yeah, but a lot of this again. It's almost three hours. I know that was standard for pay per views in that time, but oh, I mean, it could have. You could have. You could have um condenses into like, just like a two-hour clash of champions can you really yeah easier. yeah you could have cut out all the mean um, stuff for a start yeah yeah that would have been and then if you take that and rogers crawling around that's probably 10 minutes <laughs> um so yeah so it's yeah but I think, yeah it's i've seen worse but it's it's probably having gone back and watched a lot of old uh pay-per-views for our show as well um this is probably the worst i've seen on that sort of scale yeah but we've probably got you know in the next few months i'm sure nxt will probably bring it back and we'll we'll have that to look forward to so yeah i mean the concept um, i don't mind i just think that no. it was not done well here no no but again you've got to like we said earlier, if you're gonna if you're gonna draw it out randomly, I mean, I don't know why you do that because, again, I think you could probably do it in like an NXT if you did draw it out randomly. You've got enough people of a kind of similar. I mean, it wouldn't be very it wouldn't be very entertaining to be honest, probably. But I don't know why you would. I, I'm, I'm confused myself now. But in wrestling, like we say, you can make things. You can do what you want. You can do exactly what you want. You can write. You can book whatever you, what you want. Why would you leave it up to chance? There's just kind of literally no point in doing that. Yeah. So, but the, yeah. the concept. I, mean, that, kind I, mean, of I think makes... that's what this is. I think they are. Uh, this isn't. I don't think this is left to chance. Or this, this can't. They can't have been that foolish to not. And, and like no. Vader and Jack and the Kongs facing off and yeah. Slazinger and and so on shows yeah. that it, it is. Uh, and booked, and Austin. Yeah, yeah. It, it is obviously booked this way. Of course, it is. It's all predetermined. However, they've done yeah. such a bad a bad job of booking it it's got a satire going did they mean that you know it's <laughs> know, maybe that's that was uh, maybe that was the whole idea so who was left train didn't get picked um the ever cole twin the ever cole and they, they mentioned that bobby eaton was back there yeah i never saw him but they mentioned on commentary that he was still yet to be picked see if bobby eaton um was that was confusing as well was what it, you, dad, yeah because, yeah, yeah, you'd think though, wouldn't you? So, but uh, what confused me as well is when people, some people, once they'd wrestled, were back in the, back in the locker room again. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the Nasty Boys were back in there at the end. After they'd already both wrestled and already kind of gone through. So it kind of made it, yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. I think we've probably wasted too much time. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, nothing ever happens. Worth, but, yeah. To make me have to sit through <laughs> Battle Bowl 1993 no. ever. Okay. I won't be watching it again. No. No. So, no. With, a, with a resounding panning from you and I. And a grade of either an yeah. e, or, e or an F potentially. I agree, probably worth yeah. for you. I've seen in a long, long time. Um, and as we mm-hmm. sign off on that really happy, cheery note, um, Andy, <laughs> do you want to tell everyone where they can find you online and, and your brilliant show, oh, Bang course. Podcast, that I enjoy? Yeah. So we're uh, yeah. So at Bang Bang Podcast on Twitter. Um, yeah, I mean our podcasts are honest, but. Probably again, where there's probably more swear. There's more swearing, and it's and it probably turns into a bit of a shambles at times. Um, <laughs> but we talk about pay per views and old wrestlers and just general rubbish, to be honest. But yeah, yeah we're I, a bang bang I, I really enjoy it. Mate. I love I love listening to your show. Oh, as, as I tweet thanks, quite mate. often when I'm listening to it, it genuinely makes yeah. me laugh. It is it, it's great. I, I really enjoy it. So yeah, keep it up, man. It's yeah. Great. Well, we, we, we used to have those sort of conversations anyway in the pub, so we just thought we, you know, we'd record it and stick it out there to see if people enjoyed it. So, um, and then we're on Facebook as well, but literally, there's, there's nothing on the Facebook page. It's not really worth... Uh, do people do Facebook anymore? Not really. It's um, just my wife puts my kids on there, that's about it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I've got a Facebook page. Um, yeah. I don't really deal, I suppose. I mean, I, I much prefer Twitter, so... Yeah, I've also got yeah, an Instagram, so believe it or not. I've got an Instagram for the, for the show, yeah. But, um, but that's very yeah. much dependent upon my 13-year-old daughter setting that up and helping me run it, because I have got no bloody clue what I'm doing. Yeah. No, I've got, an, I've got a personal Instagram, but I don't um, don't ever really do anything on there. Hmm. I mean, I could, we could set one up for the show, but it would just be pictures of me and Steve talking. <laughs> I don't really think that's Instagram-worthy, to be honest. No, maybe not. Both definitely got this for, for the airways rather than the, the screen, but yeah. Well, thanks for having me, mate. I've, I've really enjoyed it. Um, no, and yeah, again, nice. thank you very much for your time. I really appreciate you coming on. That's alright. Cheers, sir. Thanks a lot. Delight. Thanks, mate. Bye.